message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. God, through Jesus Christ, pours down his life, and then we go and say, I pick this life, God, that you have laid down, and I let go of all that stands as a hindrance between me and you. When we trust Christ for our salvation, we are essentially making a trade. By faith, we trade our sin past, present, and future, and it accompanied death penalty for the righteousness and life of Jesus Christ. In 1 John chapter 2 and verse 16, the Bible says, For all that is in the world, all, not leaving any, all that is in the world, number one, the lust of the flesh, Number two, the lust of the eyes. Number three, the pride of life. All that is in the world can be summed up into these three headings. And the scripture says, these are not of the Father, but is of the world. So when we trust Christ for our salvation, we trade the lust of our flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, we trade them away. We let go of them. We declare dead all of these. And then we put on the new man, the life and the righteousness which is of God through our Savior Jesus Christ. So this is a very fundamental part of the Christian faith. In theological studies, they call this one substitutionary atonement. Instead of Isaac being butchered on the altar, Isaac was taken away and then a lamb was put there and the lamb was slain. So the lamb was substituted the same way the death that by your sinful nature was imputed unto you. Christ came and died, so you don't have to die anymore. When we talk about death, we are talking about separation from God. You don't have to suffer that anymore. I said you don't have to suffer that anymore. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 22. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22. 
And according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood. So I come to the second point. Jesus Christ needed to die so that we will not die. The second thing about the cross is Jesus Christ needed to have his blood shed. Very, very important. That is why he went through the kind of death that he went through with the crown of thorns on his head that pierced the head and blood came out. They needed it to be blood to satisfy. And when he hung on the cross, a spear was put by his side. They needed to be blood. He was laid on the cross and through his palms and his feet, the nails were driven, causing blood to come out. Why this bloody business? Hebrews 9.22 And according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood and without shedding of blood. There is no remission. If the blood had not come out of our Lord Jesus Christ, we would have been men of hopeless hope. But thanks be to God, by his blood that was shed, you and I stand free. Free from whatever is oppressing us. Free because blood has been shed. Hallelujah. For God to forgive our sins, his judgment had to be satisfied. And that required the shedding of blood. God is a God of justice. The sin that took us and separated us from God needed to be dealt with and it needed the blood of an innocent person. And there was no one on this planet Earth who could do that, save the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So today, when we remember the day we call Good Friday, these are the reasons that on that fateful day, he hung on the cross and caused his blood to be shed. Amen. And because of the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ, literally, God let go of his son so that he might never let go of you. Please understand that, that if God gave away his son, it is the strength of that giving away that binds you and him together. If God really gave his son away, then really he has taken me 
in. Hallelujah. If really God watched Jesus Christ, <laughs> he shouted, he lifted his voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, why have you forsaken me? God had to forsake Jesus Christ so that he will never have any cause to forsake you. I want you to know something. Know that God will never forsake you. He said, lo, I am with you always. I am with you always. So wherever you are, know that you are not alone. If he really gave his only begotten son, then that extent of the power in that really is the same that applies to him being there with you all the time. Praise the Lord. That's what Hebrews 13 verse 5. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Let it ring inside your spirit, man. God will never leave me. At the point of death in my life, I stood and I said, God will never leave me. At the point of death, I stood and I said, this death threat has come too late. In fact, I said, it has come one year too late. Because God saw ahead and God prepared, not only me, but prepared the whole of the congregation so that the shock will be contained. People, God will never leave you. If he has brought Witness Chapel Ghana this far, know that he will carry us through to the end. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Four benefits we derive from the blood and then we will rise. Hallelujah. What are the benefits of the blood? Why did blood have to be shed? Why the stripes that were put on the bare back of our Lord Jesus Christ? What is the significance of blood? I mean, Jesus Christ could have died a very normal death. And that would have been death. But why the shedding of blood? Number one reason for the shedding of blood is so that you and I will be brought back into fellowship with our God. So that we will be redeemed. So that we will be bought back from the slave market. There was a price that was upon us. Surely, the soul that sins shall die. And God's word is an unchanging word. And so the tag was there, sentenced to death by reason of the separation. And so there was a price against us and we could not pay it. We sang one beautiful chorus here. There was a price we couldn't pay. And he had to pay what he didn't have to. Why was our blood not needed? 
because we were already condemned. So there was a price against us that we could not pay. But the blood of Jesus came to redeem us. Look at this scripture in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18. Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things. Money is not the reason why we gather here. Money is not the reason why we take offering. The Bible calls these corruptible things. Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers. Verse 19. But with what? But with the precious blood of Christ. So one thing that we needed the blood of Jesus Christ was so that we, it could cleanse us. It could bring us out of our indebtedness towards God so that we can stand free, free, free in the presence of the living God so that we also can lift our hands in righteousness and worship the Lord our God. That is why the blood had to be shed. Hallelujah. For your redemption. So now you stand right in the presence of God and the price has been paid. So you carry that confidence that whatever indebtedness there was against me has been cleared away. Now I have full access to the throne of my God. So every morning when I lift up and I lift a song of praise, I know that the price has been paid. Praise the Lord. Amen. The second reason, I think I have just mixed them together. The second reason is the blood opens the door for us to have the fellowship with God. By the blood, there isn't any, any veil, all right? The temple, the curtain that was in the temple at the days of our Lord Jesus Christ, the moment he hung on the cross and the blood oozed out, the curtains were torn into two. So man could now have free access to the throne room of God. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13. Blood opening us into fellowship with God. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were far off, who once were far off, have been brought near by what? By the blood of Christ. Amen. So I now have fellowship with God. I can say, my God, my Father. Why? Because I'm standing in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Number three benefit of the blood. <laughs> say peace. His blood makes peace. 
with God. I can't be tormented anymore. Whatever torment that comes my way could be the torment that is trying and purifying my faith. But that I will lose consciousness of the peace with God, it, it doesn't happen. Amen. Why? Because of the blood that has been shed. The blood that speaks for me. The, the whole world may condemn me. The whole world may look at me from one angle like that. But if I stand in the blood of Jesus Christ, I have peace with my God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Man by nature is at war with God. And we can only come to God on his peace terms. That is the atonement which comes from the blood of Christ. In Colossians chapter 1 and verse 20, Colossians chapter 1 verse 20, what the blood does with respect to peace with God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven. How do we conclude? Having made peace through the blood of his cross. Having made peace. Peace does not come from outside things. Peace does not come from the comfort of the house you have built. Peace comes from the blood that has been shed by the Lord Jesus Christ so that I can stand knowing that I am standing. Now there is no condemnation against me. I have peace with my God. It is only when I have peace within that I can reconcile with all other factors that are without. So by the blood of Jesus Christ, we have peace with God. Number four, the blood washes. Say the blood washes. The blood cleanses. First John chapter 1 and verse 7. First John chapter 1 and verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all what? Sin. Not some sin. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses. If I am standing in the blood of Jesus. I am redeemed. Spirit, soul, body, flesh, everything. The blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed me from all. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, the blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed me. 
God cannot behold any level of unrighteousness. So it is either I am saved or I am not saved. Praise the Lord. That is what the blood does. Anytime you apply the blood of Jesus Christ, please note that you are sanctifying yourself. You are separating yourself from the things of the world so that you can be in the presence of God holy without blame, without blemish, acceptable. Praise the Lord. Amen. Not only does the blood remove the punishment of sin, it also removes the pollution. All right? So the punishment of death is taken away, but I don't have the marks of sin on me anymore. When God looks through Jesus Christ and sees me, he sees me as his begotten son, beloved of the Lord, blameless, without any blemish. Hallelujah. So the blood takes away the punishment and takes away the pollution. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you classify to be the, the depth or the gravity of your whatever. Amen. If you steal a biro, if you steal a pen, you have stolen. Is that not so? If you steal 5,000 Ghana cities, what have you done? What have you done? And who is a thief? Do you say the person who stole the pen is not a thief? He's not a thief. What is he? Is he an apprentice thief? A beginner thief? Baby thief? Uh, oh, fact, we were told yesterday that a baby lion is not different from a mother lion. Is that so? All that the baby lion needs to do is to be eating the food the mother eats. One day he will look at himself in the, in the mirror and he will see a lion standing there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right? A baby human being, is it different from an adult human being? Is it different? Amen. All right. So sin is sin. Number five, the blood of Jesus Christ gives power over the devil. Then we'll stop here. Did you hear that one? The blood of Jesus Christ gives what? Power over the devil. So when Jesus, when God says, have dominion, he provides what you need to exercise that dominion also. Amen. I tell you the truth, the devil that has no fear of you, the devil has no fear of you. If there is anything about you the devil is afraid of, it is the blood of Jesus Christ that is in you. <laughs> the death angel in the days of Moses and the children of Israel, when they were locked up in captivity in the land of Egypt, amen. The death angel that was released did not have fear of the Israelites. 
He did not have fear of the Israelites. The only thing that put a restriction upon the death angel was what? The blood that was by the doorpost, the blood. So I want you to understand, even if you leave a beard, a white beard or yellow beard, that is 10 feet, 10 feet, uh, whatever, that doesn't make you fearful. Amen. If you go and fast until you become a skeletal human being, that doesn't mean the devil will be afraid of you. If you eat and your tummy is 20 kilograms or whatever, it doesn't mean the devil will be afraid of you. If there is anything about you that the devil is afraid of, it is what? The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. So if I were you, I will sanctify myself and carry the consciousness that I am sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. In Revelation, Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11. Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11, what does it say? And they overcame him. Who is that him? The devil, Satan, by what? The blood of the Lamb. You don't overcome by your own strength. You don't overcome by your own power. You don't overcome by your own ability to talk. You don't overcome by anything. You overcome by the blood and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. If the blood is applied unto you, then you know that you have what it takes to overcome the devil. On this good Friday, may you rise above all the challenges the enemy has brought your way. As you are purged with the blood of Jesus Christ, may you stand peaceful with God. Receive that now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Your fellowship back with God is restored. Receive that now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Whatever handwriting of the devil upon your life, I declare you are cleansed from them. Sickness in the body, sickness in the mind, sickness, whichever area of your life, the things in you, the things around you, sickness in your children, sickness in your family, sickness in your relationship, I declare all sanctified by the power in the blood. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. On a day like this that we remember the cross. We remember the cross because it is the cross that has brought us together with our God. May you enjoy this fellowship with God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Rise on your feet with me. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Adjuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website, 
winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adjerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.